Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Open your hearts, loosen your butts. It's time for Gobbles Therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situationships and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex regrets or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Couples Therapy. I am Naomi. And I am Andy. And we're a real-life couple. A real-life couple of comedians. And on Couples Therapy, in quarantine, we answer a couple of questions from a couple of different listeners. Hell yes. I'm feeling funky. That's why I said the intro like that, Andy. You, uh, we're recording this. This is, we're sitting on our couch. I just made myself... A smoothie. A fresh smoothie. We just finished the Twitch show a little while ago. By the way, Twitch, every Wednesday, 2 p.m. PST, we bring an hour of fun to help you crawl out of your depresso hole. Or also, sometimes I'm unhinged, and I will not hide that. And that today was one of those days yeah. where I really came to Twitch fully in a pajama pant and said, you know what? This is my best today. <laughs> That's why when you when you started, Naomi, you had this like smile, not a joker smile on your face, but I was just like, oh, is she trying to like bring the energy to this intro? Yes, exactly. She try to get into character? Exactly. By smiling? Yep. I was like, okay, okay, how do you make it seem like you have hope? 
How do you make it seem like you have energy? And you just got to smile. And that's what I did. And I think it really did help me. Besides, it's like, I love our listeners. Mm-hmm. You True. know, LOL, love our listeners. <laughs> and just want them to hear the best of me, the best of us. And I do feel like this episode is one of those best. It's a real yes. fucking fun episode. This felt really good in the hearts. Y'all, today we are talking to writer, actor, comedian, Rhea Butcher. You know them from so many things like their show Take My Wife, which they co-created. Their baseball podcast, Three Swings. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, okay, mm-hmm. they have a brand new stand-up album out called Pull Yourself Up by Your Bootleg, live in Denver. Honestly, for Rhea to be giving us content in Quar. To be coming out with an album in Quar is a gift. To be giving us quality content. Quality. This is not just content. In fact, yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're well, right. You're right. You're right. I'm going to say, like, you put up some shit on your Instagram. Okay. You wow. Put- way to shout me out. <laughs> way to be pointed towards me and trigger me, your lover. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I didn't mean uh-huh. it like that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but yes. But you put it, you just throw up some, like a picture of whatever. Like, that's content. Right, right, that's right. That's right, content. Right. This, this is, is an album Naomi. quality comedy quality, quality comedy quality. you can get this album everywhere you get your albums and like so funny so exciting i mean we've been fans of ria's for fans and friends and this was like a really just like a nice open combo i feel like that's how I, like whenever i see ria i feel like we always like get into the real yeah. you know like back in the before time just running into each other at a show it would just be like where's your soul and we would just have a <laughs> conversation sometimes they'd give me a ride home and it was like you were real one rb I call them RB for the from the beginning, um, and so yeah. you know I, I was just, a fan. Rhea is one of those people where I was a fan of theirs before we moved out to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, one of those things where I'm just like, oh, uh, you're, you're talking to me as if I'm a peer. Uh, I get nervous. Yeah, 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 yeah. But RB puts their pants on one leg at but a time. R- one leg at a time. Not only does RB. Put their pant legs on <laughs> one at a time. One at a time. Uh-huh. One at a time. Uh, but they are kind. Kind. And generous about putting on their Gen- pant legs. <laughs> generous about putting on their pant legs. Okay, oh, we folks, crape a day we are day. Hey, how were your Valentine's days? Was it anything romantic? Did anyone give you a surprise Jubu t-shirt? Did anyone That's get what pregnant? Re- Did anyone Who get- got pregnant? We want to know. Email us at CouplesTherapyPod at gmail.com if you got pregnant on Valentine's Day. We need to know. We need to know. We deserve to know. We are unhinged. Truly, which is why I really think that we should probably get to the episode. But before we do, just a reminder, you guys. Saturday, March 13th, 6 p.m. PST. That's California time. That's West Coast time. We will be doing a couples therapy quarantine party. Celebrating is the wrong word. Honoring. One year in isolation. One year in pandemic. Yes. One year surviving. Yes. And if you want to come to that, tickets are five bucks. You can go to dynastytypewriter.com, venue here in LA, who's been putting on online shows, and it will be wonderful. We'll have some guests. We want to answer some of your relationship cues. It'll just be a fun hour, honey, where we just support each other for getting through one of the toughest years (laughs) in the world, in in life, in life. So yeah, the couples therapy quarantine party colon one year in isolation. You love saying colon. I love saying colon. You love to say colon. That's why I became a proctologist. Oh Lord, my little Lord. Johnny Carson baby. Um, Ed. Ugh. Ooh, good. 
I think it might be time to get into RB. Yeah, yeah it is. All, All right, right, you guys. We got a beautiful episode. Open your hearts for this one. Roll it. That had a little bit of an umpire vibe. That's what I'm Oh, saying. yeah. Ready to go. A real announcer vibe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A real yeah, announcer yeah. vibe. A real Brockmeyer. <laughs> Brock. <laughs> That's right. Real Vin Scully? Question yep, mark? Yeah, great job, Andy. You're doing it. You're doing it. <laughs> Mm, I got <laughs> I got three sports references. I got three references for every sport. Oh, right. that's good. Yeah, that's good. For everyone. It's from my days of doing improv. You had to know like a Brockmeyer, little Brockmeyer, Vin Scully, and then you'll just have to <laughs> stick around for the third one. Brockmeyer, you know that uh, very, uh, uh, sp- like, fantastic, but uh, sparsely watched IFC show about a baseball <laughs> announcer that everyone oh, yeah. who likes sports should get. <laughs> Absolutely, I loved it. Our, I, I don't know if she's a friend of the pod, but she's a friend of me and my pod. But Tani Newsom was on yes. that a season of that show. So I know, friend, hell friend yes. of the pod, friend of the us, friend Life. of Marco Polo. <laughs> RB, are you in Marco Polo? Dude, I was. I was on it hardcore, and then I just stopped. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, I mean, but I'd be, I'm in deep. I'd be happy to get in. You know, I'm like in deep. It's funny because like I didn't even know it existed until quarantine, and then it oh, was. Yeah. The very hilarious David Crabb, who was like, are you a Marco Polo? And I was like, I'm going to do it. Now, you can't stop me, okay? I'm going to tell you any thought I've had. Like, there's something about just like, oh, I ate too much today. What you doing? And then I just leave. Like, it's not. Yeah, it's like personalized TikToks, you know? It's like very, very quick. Which I will say, I've only recently discovered the healing power of TikTok. I don't know. Okay, talk to me about how it's healing you. Tell me. Well, my so first first my friend was sending me like she was like, it's like it's made for me. And I was like, yes, it is. But uh, it was so pure, you know, her like she's like she knows. But she was also like, oh, it's so great. And she just loves life on there. And so she was sending me all these TikToks. And so that was getting me warmed up because it was a very personal experience of like watching my friend's favorites. Right, right. right. Um, and so Curated. then I was like, OK, cool. This is not like only for the kids or whatever. It's for everybody. <laughs> And then um, Brian Jordan Alvarez posted oh, yes. a series of duets on his uh, stories, who also Brian Jordan Alvarez is hilarious in, right. in his own right. But um, <laughs> just seeing this, these duets on uh, Hearts Alone, somebody singing oh, a song, the song by Heart Alone. Oh. <laughs> I just realized it's very hard to say and have it make sense. Hearts Alone. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> the band Heart. Yep. Right. Uh, sounds like recorded a, a song called Alone. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like when you said it like that, though, like as a bad indie film. Yeah. Hearts oh, yeah. Alone. Hearts Alone. <laughs> like from like, the yeah. 90s. Yeah. yeah, yeah I rented yeah, that right. from Blockbuster one yeah. Friday night for sure. Because yeah. the cover art was cool. And I right, was right. like, all Eric right, Stoltz Hearts Alone, was whatever. It. Oh, my God. Eric Stoltz. <laughs> yeah. Very much a 90s indie king. <laughs> yep. That's right. That's right. He plays a townie. Yeah. <laughs> 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 But, uh, yeah, I just – and then watching those duets that, like, build with, like – just, like, really remembering, oh, there's – first of all, there's so many people out there, you yeah. know? <laughs> and also, there's so much talent in the world, you mm-hmm. know? Like, there's so much talent, so many gifts, and, like, what a gift it is that we get to, like, experience each other through this – through these things. That also causes so much pain. However, <laughs> I do also – Get to be like, wow, I, I would have never heard all these people like harmonizing with each other and they yes. never meet each other. Like, it's so I know. cool to me. I know. That you know? is wild. The music stuff is wild. Like, it's also the people who, and you showed me this person, 
it was like a young teen who was just like an amazing fucking editor. Like I realized yeah. the TikToks I liked when I actually got on TikTok, I was like, oh, I don't have the skill to do what they're doing. Like they're literally cutting yeah. these scenes together. And I was like, uh-uh, I'm just going to stare at you and talk. This is not my yeah. medium. Because the real yeah. good shit right. is like that. Like some oh, yeah. girl who like edited something and then she put up another TikTok kind of showing how she did it. She I would know, edit her. She would like throw a, like her sweatshirt and then, and then edit ch- yeah. Yeah. to the point yeah. where, like, she jumps into the frame. So it looks like she threw the sweatshirt and then was in it. Yeah, she threw right? it like, yeah. on herself. A great editor. Or just, like, people, like, the dumbest one I saw was, uh, I guess someone was filming their cat screwing around on a keyboard. <laughs> Not keyboard cat, everyone. This is just <laughs> of course, yeah, no. This is just a cat, like, just, like, plunking around. And then a guy played these kind of jazz chords over it. A, a duet, if you it will. It was a duet. And then right? it was a yeah. three-at. Uh, um, oh, yeah, and a woman was singing kind of like jazzy stuff over it and it sounded great <laughs> yeah i know it's so awesome like, it's just How? so great it's so cool yeah. so that wasn't keyboard cat it was more of like an off-brand sort of generic cat exactly. like maybe like a like a kirkland cat if you will yes a kirkland <laughs> signature cat a Kirkland signature. I had to do it. <laughs> you had to, and I love that you did. I had, I had to try. I've been thinking of getting a Costco membership, but it seems like every dramatic like mask meltdown or Karen attack is happening in a Costco, so I don't know yeah, if I dude. actually want to go into one. I feel like it's probably one of the most dangerous places to go into these days. Yeah. Can you order online? You can order online, Yeah, right? yeah, I can do it, but you know, it's like certain things where I'm like, it's like... Because the thing is, I love when I would go, like, my mom in Jersey, she has a Costco membership, and I just love how there's always just, like, 89 ounces of cranberry juice. Oh, like, yeah. that feeling that you're like, I'm never going to run out. I'm never going <laughs> to run out. Well, that's <laughs> what makes you feel safe. Exactly. Having a full cupboard. It does make me feel of safe. Cranberry feel juice. <laughs> cranberry of cranberry juice. Cranberry also No UTIs in this household. <laughs> Absolutely not. But also, like, a lovely fucking uh, packing like cardboard box of always sanitary napkins. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going to yeah, need them like, another 20 years. I might absolutely. as well get them in bulk. It's like you're, uh, you're, I don't know, like you go to restrooms and put your always into the restrooms and just Someone supply needs it. public restrooms. You never know. Oh, I'd give them out. Like I'm the person who always has something in my purse. And so like if somebody's yeah. like, oh, I need, I'm like, honey, I got a hundred at home. Take what a, take just, like unfold it. Yeah. I'm just like, you get a tamp. You get a pad. Why don't restrooms have a leave one, take one? They should have a leave one, take one for products. I'm not going to leave one. Yeah. <laughs> leave no, one. I meant like a used one. I know. Well, well I was going to say like, aren't you a diva cup, Stan? Oh, yeah. I am. You can't I leave am a diva cup. A, I am a. I'm a menstrual cup dude for sure. Uh-huh, That's uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. I'm like a menstrual cup. cup man, you know. A man, <laughs> I'm a menstrual cup. A menstrual cup, baby. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. I, now, am, I want yeah. you. I want you on the box of the menstrual cup in like a brawny, like the <laughs> yes, like yes, Andy, yes. Yeah, that's what I want. Be my <laughs> agent. I need. <laughs> that's what I want for you. But it's yeah, so, that's what I want for me too. <laughs> it's so funny because like I feel like I remember that from at this point what two. Three years ago, me, it, me, you, Buteau, like we were performing in D.C. Oh, in D.C. And you oh, did yeah. that set about, I and I was like, bit. Yeah. yeah, I know. And I was like, it's so funny because I'm like, my God, that was three fucking years ago. And yet I very it's, much remember. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was just thinking about that show, too, because I was trying to find a photo of me. I wanted to say that that. <laughs> 
Matt Gates's evil Rhea Butcher, but then I was like, I don't really need to put that out into the world. I can yes, do no, it again. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't I need to. He, no, no. I said he looks like Hammerhead, who's a uh, Spider-Man oh, yeah. villain. Yeah, he does. Spider-Man villain with a giant skull. It's so nuts. But yeah, I found photos from that for that comparison, so I was thinking about that. But yeah, I mean, once you get over the initial like terror of what you're doing by leaving something inside of your body for that long, um, it's so freeing. It's and it so really fits. Better. It's a tight seal. Yeah. I mean, okay. you got to get used to it and just like, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. kind of try a couple different sizes. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, it is. And like certain ones, you only have to get new ones like once a year. So it's like yeah. 30 or 40 bucks a year. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. That's huge. That's huge. That's not, not it's even Costco great. can beat that. Not even no, a Costco No, you really box. can't. Nope. That's the good And you're stuff. not like creating garbage and like it's just like way better. I will say. It makes public restrooms interesting. <laughs> like, it's just, it's yes. a whole new experience. And like, I will say it was freeing though. Cause like I, this guy goes into a women's restroom, always been confusing, probably always will. Who knows what's going to happen. Thank <laughs> God for the pandemonium. Cause I don't have to go into public restrooms, but yeah. I will say I came out with, you know, like just bloody hands and this bloody cup and all these women that were going <laughs> to yell at me for being in the wrong restroom. were like, I'm going to never mind, never mind. <laughs> And I was like, oh, thank you, Diva Cup, for this protection. I didn't know I needed it in multiple ways, you know? Oh, my God. That's so funny. I want to go back to TikTok for a second. You do? Well, not TikTok itself, but it's interesting that, like, you know, when you you move out here and there's this idea that, like, somehow, like, talent is so, like, precious. There's only a few people that are talented. And Hollywood weeds them out. That's a lie. And then they get to it write totally lucky is. number seven or something. I forgot what the whatever. Like oh somehow, my like God, the I best. I forgot about that. <laughs> Never forget. Never, Never forget, forget in this household. Lucky number eleven. <laughs> the best. No offense to that. I don't. I've never seen the movie. It just seems like a. Of course you have it. Title. No, it's good. good. It's a good. Specific. It's just right. in there. Yeah. yeah. For right uh, now. <laughs> by the way, I gotta say, I added that last bit because I'm like, what if the writer is somehow of that movie is now a powerful writer and they hear this and they're like. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that guy. He's blacklisted. Yeah, that's what, what I thought. LA has done that's to you. That's what I thought in my head. Oh, oh see, I man. thought you were going to say, I thought that what if Rhea knew the writer, which because oh, you've lived in LA long like, enough, you could. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> that is art. I will that not is, stand for any lucky yeah. number Slevin Slander around this. Slevin around Slander. This Slevin Slander. Oh, Slevin Slander. <laughs> He's that also the, one of my favorite actors. Slevin Slander. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this I saw fun, that movie with JoJo Siwa and Slevin Slander. Slevin Slander. But um, but like you know, you, you you have this. There's this myth that it's so, that it's so precious, and only a few people have it. Then you see TikTok, you're like, no, like tons of people have it. Yeah. They just like either don't want to professionalize it, or they don't have a father, cousin, friend right. in the industry. Their father isn't the head yeah. of MGM, or, or they don't have, have the money. This, like this society that makes you believe fully that that's the only way that you can enjoy something is yeah. on a television or yeah. in a movie theater, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, I, I talk about this on my baseball podcast all the time that like major league baseball as a corporation literally wants to do that. Like they, they are trying to own the concept of baseball, like the concept <laughs> of the game of baseball, you know, yeah. so that the only way you can watch it is through them, you mm-hmm. know, and through their version of it. And, like, that is, you know, it's so many, it's, like, lack mentality. It's, like, not 
believing in abundance, it's capitalism, it's patriarchy, it's like all those things, that there could be only one of anything. And I feel like that is part of what TikTok is like opening up. You know, yeah. like it was already there in Vine, you know, and then mm -hmm. TikTok really shows that that's just not true. And yeah. Like we get yeah. to experience each, and, and also like, I don't want to get paid for every single thing that I do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I, I don't want to believe that that is the only value to the things that I do. You know, yeah. like for so long, I thought if I'm not getting paid, why am I doing this? Yeah. And like, mm -hmm. I didn't do anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I cut myself <laughs> off from creativity because yeah. I was like, but I'm not, this, what's the end goal? You know, right. and like right. that is a really, it's a really uh, isolating way to think, you know? Yeah, um, and I, it's easy to think that way. We live in a capitalist, patriarchal society. I know it's so fun. Society, isn't it? It's so fun. <laughs> um, don't you guys like having all of your existence filtered through a rich white guy's eyes? Oh, yeah, that, absolutely. Isn't that the way to live? <laughs> don't I love just having my brain tangled up by somebody else's belief system? I love it. Just <laughs> untangling someone else. Some. Somebody from hundreds of years ago lives inside of my brain. I don't even know their name. Right. You know? <laughs> um, Probably Gerald. Gerald? Probably, yeah. yeah. Seems like a 1600s name. So, so like, RB, we're going to answer some relationship questions, you know, from Great. listeners. So I love to be like, where is the guest coming from? You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm, yeah. we want that listener to know where you're coming from when you give your two cents, you know? Sure. And sure. It's, it's, can I tell you something I feel about you? Please, Naomi. Well, you're a cool customer. You know, I think you're real. You're a real cool customer. Like you have like a really fucking like cool Marlboro Man vibe about you. <laughs> Thank you. The yeah, like I just like when I first met Rhea, they're just like, hey, like it's a very like kind of like flat hey, sure. but like open. I like, feel like when you met me. <laughs> yeah, Marlboro. Yeah, we have Man the same vibe. thing going on. But it was so funny because I feel like we had. Can, can I? Sorry, can I butt in parentheses because we're from the same region. That's true. Oh yeah, wait. Ohio. Oh That's yeah, true. Pennsylvania. We're in Pennsylvania, Andy. If you feel comfortable saying on the podcast, a hundred percent. Oh, I've said for the last ten years on various podcasts from Reading. Went to uh, college in Pitt. Went to grad school in Philly. All over. Right. Except for you Hazleton. Did <laughs> That's <laughs> Hazleton. You did the whole Keystone State. Um, all, up and back 76 all the time. <laughs> oh, love 76. Runs right through my backyard. Does it really? A yeah. Backyard? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I mean, not literally my backyard, but right down the street. Well, I have an domain seized your backyard to put in 76. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but when I hear that, though, my first thing is, thank God you were never killed by a drifter. You know, I don't want you living <laughs> off a highway. Living off yeah, a highway, I mean, me neither. they come by. They just come yeah, through. Yeah, they really do. Hitchhikers, yeah. grifters. Yes. Then they make their way to the White House. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Daddy. But, I, I no, no, no. I, no, it's true because I do I understand that. But at the same time, I think that you are a – you love love, and you're, like, very sweet and tender. Yeah. Oh. Like, right? Me. That's so nice. Like, it yeah, is. Like, you, you're right. Like, you're lovey. <laughs> like, you're sweet and yeah. lovey. You're right. You're right. I am a little tender guy. Yeah, that's true. I think underneath uh, this is the thing that I, I think about you and what um what I feel resonates with me uh, is that you are warm. And also, I think there's a goofiness too. Oh, real. Oh, goof. yeah. Yeah. Oh, real big goof old goof. Troop. I mean, I definitely feel like I mean, I look at Goofy and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's me. You know, yeah. 
absolutely. You guys are too sweet. I love you both so much. But it's but it's but it's just funny because, right? Like all performers, you have to have this like self awareness kind of to do the work, which can obviously metastasize into self consciousness and. Oh centeredness yeah. and you know what oh, I mean? Oh, I like thought you were going to say that that self like the persona can metastasize. Oh, I mean both. I think Well, you know, yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like, you know, it's um But I guess my question was like, you know, you know, you grew up in Akron, right? That's right. You were in Akron with with your pops. Were you always like tamping down your real goofiness? Or were you kind of always the way you are, which is, like, very open? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you'll kind of tell yeah. where you're at. Were you always like that? Or is this, like, a, a part of sort of, like, adulthood and coming into your own? I mean, Naomi, just want to say props on that. Great, That's a great question. Um, I think <laughs> that I was always like this, but I think you did really nail it that, like, I ha- I grew up with divorced parents, and so I was, like, back and forth. So I always had these, like... A, a very binary life in that way where like I had and and I also didn't go to school where I lived you know oh, okay. um and so then that was like a different you know um and and uh I think that I've always been like this but I did tamp it down like when I would go to like my dad's house or something that was just not the situation <laughs> you know like <laughs> there were no other kids um and then it, it was just me and a bunch of adults and so <laughs> At a certain age, like you're not like once once I hit like seven years old, like it wasn't funny anymore. You know what I mean? It's just like <laughs> this is a chore, you know. <laughs> like, and so I was just like, I would just literally, like you said, tamp it down and not not be goofy, not have fun. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's like the beginning of having that sort of dual nature, you know. And I think in the past couple years, um, I'm like letting that be more of my authentic self and less of the like cool flat thing that you guys are talking about. Like <laughs> I like being like cool and chill in like a friendly way, yeah. but not detached, you know, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, not yeah. detached, not unapproachable, not. And like also totally forgive myself for being that way. You know, it's like <laughs> I needed to be, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. all the things, but like the like goofy, fun, gooey, tender stuff is just so much more you know yeah. <laughs> there's just so much more to it you know yeah yeah um and it it's not necessarily like uh like andy you were talking about like hollywood and get, it's like yeah they don't like that and i don't care <laughs> it's yeah. the thing because yeah. right here is where it's fun you know and yeah. like this is what's important you know to me yeah. at least this yeah. is like ultimately ultimately what ultimately what matters you know yeah yeah. Was it uh, in any way like a fear of vulnerability? I, I I'm projecting my own psychology <laughs> right sure, now, yeah. by the way, because that's what it was for me. It was fear. Like I think there was this. Like I can really, I mean, not to get too Freudian, but like <laughs> it was very dialectical. Like it was like goofy, fun, weird Andy, and then not getting a lot of positive reinforcement for goofy, weird, fun Andy. So I'm just like, I'll tamp that. Yeah, Again, not like consciously. It was just all very uh, uh, subconscious, well, right. unconscious. Because we're we're kids and we're building it's it's building and it's being created and so we just like go to where the love is right. even when that's not the positive thing you yeah. know right. so like right. so definitely it's like a fear of vulnerability because i mean i'm talking about like being like four and five years old and having mm-hmm. like you know a lot of fear around <laughs> a lot of behavior so it's like yeah absolutely being vulnerable uh 
I think I feel like I'm 38. I'll be 39 this year. I feel like the last maybe calendar year somewhere around there. I don't really believe in time so much these days anymore, <laughs> but um, <laughs> in terms of like on paper, but um, <laughs> only recently have I begun to really begin to understand what vulnerability actually means, hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that it is like, it's not just like eh, uh, sharing everything. About it. It's like, Oh, in this moment, am I being vulnerable? You know, mm-hmm. like in this moment, what is the connection here? You know? And that is just like a lifetime of reconnecting to what it can be, you know? Yeah. So that process, <laughs> was there something that jumpstarted that process or was it just like a gradual, like, uh, <laughs> Hey, the, I'm really like pushing down this part of me and it doesn't feel good. And I've got to start letting it out. It might not even be like a conscious thought in your brain, but yeah, I mean, it definitely wasn't a conscious thought. Like I wouldn't say it's, it's only recently been a conscious thought. And then the pat, the, the part of the journey of it. I mean, I could point to things in my life that are specifically specific, or I could just be like, yeah, some, my life was just like, I couldn't, I couldn't continue, you know, it was like, couldn't continue doing what you were doing. Either, either I continue doing this and it's not going to be good or (laughs) I try something else, you know, and Mm -hmm. that, that decision wasn't even a really conscious thing. It was just like following something else, you know, like it was, uh, like magnetized, being magnetized towards what I was beginning to realize I wanted out of my life mm-hmm. or in my life, I should say, not out of my life. That's very capitalist thinking too. <laughs> so my life has to profit something yes. to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like what, what I wanted in what I wanted to surround myself with so that I could then be able to give that, you know, like, yeah. which I don't think at the time was a conscious thing. Thank God it was a subconscious thing. That means there's love in my subconscious. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, you can, I can begin to get uh, wrapped up in the idea that, uh, my subconscious only has these negative survival tactics in there, but it's like, no, both things are in there. And yeah. I guess I just get to focus and uh, cultivate the more positive things in the subconscious and get a new relationship to the other things and just tell them like, hey, buddy, it's okay now. You're, <laughs> you're okay. You're okay. Like, you're okay. You're okay. We're right here. Your feet are on the ground, you know, that kind of yeah. thing. Are you in a relation now? I am in a relation. Yeah. But, okay, so if my know my timeline, what I know, right? So you've gone through a lot of changes in the last <laughs> year, but you've been in yeah, the relationship sure. longer. Like you've been in that yeah, relationship a little bit longer, for, right? Yeah, we what? met. We met exactly. We met. We met. Yeah, Ria's you did. Lover. <laughs> but you know, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't know if you put it on the pod. So I was like, that's why I was like, oh, you yeah, tell yeah, me no, and no, like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, she's wonderful. We've been yeah. together for uh, it'll it would be like uh, three years in October, right? But then you started T six months ago, right? You posted six months ago, yeah. Mm-hmm. So and again, because you posted, I feel like I could say that. Um, yeah, yeah, of course. Now, that was a decision you made and a process you go through. You know, I don't know how major the change feels to you, where you're like, "This is happening," or like <laughs> it was just like, or like. This is happening. Yeah, like this is happening. <laughs> um, it's kind of all of it, you know. Rhea just received a bowl. I imagine I the just... bowl is healthy. There's a uh, chickpea, my maybe. Pa- my partner just made me some food. Uh, there's some nutritional yeast on there, which sounds disgusting, <laughs> but it's delicious. Um, <laughs> and it's like a little ravioli with Ooh. some spinach and some sweet potatoes. Oh, I love that. It's, I'm trying to get yeah, healthy, so I like to know when people are eating. I mean, um, me too. Vegetables. I have like slightly high cholesterol, which is like, what? I guess I'm old now. Okay. <laughs> uh, but we should have ravioli for dinner. Oh, I'm down. Just put that get out into there. it. Thank, <laughs> thank you for putting it out there on the pod. Um, so You're welcome. What was the process of making that change? 
within the the word within I want to say is com- yeah I was gonna say confines but I know I shouldn't call them confines mm. but you know confines like, within the boundaries yeah because it's like you're not alone right so w- yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. choice you make is gonna impact that person was it a production I mean no when mm-hmm. you say production what do you mean just so I can get more clear um on, I on guess what, what I mean is like was it dramatic did you have to fight for what you wanted absolutely not okay. gorgeous <laughs> not at all um because like it was uh I mean what's so interesting is it's like it was such a blip on the radar radar that it's hard for okay. me to really remember the specifics okay. of the conversation but it was really just like Hey, I'm thinking of doing this and it's just like a great, awesome, that oh, sounds okay. great because the it's what I'm already, it's what I was already bringing to the relationship. You know, it's not that much different. And if I, mm-hmm. you know, like today is the day that I yeah. get my shot and if I and she gives me my shots too cuz I'm just like not there to a place uh-huh. where I feel like I can stick myself. But um <laughs> if I was like, you know, I don't want to do this, she'd be like, "Cool." And then uh-huh. that would be it, you know, or yeah, if yeah. I wanted to talk about it, we would talk about it more. Um, it, it just, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't actually affect our relationship that much. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, it doesn't, it, it has only changed m- my insides, you know, it's only <laughs> like changed. And obviously I've had, I've been lucky to not have a big spike of anything. I've been, I've mostly been taking a very low dose. So except at the beginning we were accidentally doing like a, a big dose because <laughs> the numbers on the things are very confusing. So I was doing a pretty big dose and I will say it did spike like what, what I, my experience was like very heightened and then mm-hmm. I got back down to like a lower dose. And so it's not it for me, it has not been as intense as maybe uh, some other people's experience of like having mm-hmm. big emotional swings or anything. Mm-hmm. Like people have described being very depressed when they take tea, when they start it. I just haven't had that experience, oh, okay. but, um, so we've been lucky that like nothing has come up of been like to be like, look, we have to talk about it. You uh-huh. know? <laughs> um, and so then also in our relationship, like that's just not, you know, each of us, we are very much individuals. And then our relationship is, um, very much its own, like, indiv- like another third mm-hmm. thing, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, uh, mm-hmm. it, it it becomes its own thing. So we right. each have a lot of autonomy, but then also have a very shared life. Even, even in this, like being in a 500 square foot apartment together every day, most of most days, like yeah. it's still, it's still that way, you know? That's yeah. good. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. That sounds like, um, growth and change and maturity, meaning a hundred percent have your separate time. And it just, the relationship as a third thing, it feels very, um, good <laughs> like, yeah it is good and it's it's a practice to like we have to we, it's not like oh it's just like that i mean it is a lot easier than you think once you start mm-hmm. doing it but it's still work you know like we yeah. still it's still practice it's still every day like saying like i'm gonna go do this by myself because it's mm-hmm. i love her i like her a lot yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, i want to spend time with her but yeah. it's like oh no this is this is good. This mm-hmm. is a good thing to do, you know, yeah. and it's good to say it because then you say it and it's okay, you know. And yes. also I would say just uh, uh, more about the the tea conversation. What I've learned is if somebody said, like, I don't know that I can deal with you taking that. And then I would say, OK, um, that is a deal breaker. You uh-huh. know, <laughs> like, right. it right. just yeah. is like that yeah. is. And so um, because that's just not my experience for somebody else either. So. 
And that's okay. Like if somebody, yeah. you know, ultimately if somebody's like, yeah, I can't deal with that, then great. You can't. So yeah. it's going to suck and it's sad, but that's just the way that it's going to go and we'll figure it out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, luckily that hasn't been the case. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you said before that there's like, there's just this internal change. Do you mean more, uh, do you mean like physically an internal change that you feel or did you mean like what a psychic, a psychic as you, as you're like. Oh, this is me. As you're, as yeah. you, as you align more with like who you are, I mm-hmm. imagine it's a settling that there's a settling mm. feeling or a peace or something. I don't know. I'm throwing words yeah. out there, but that's just my. Guess. I just want to say to both of you how much I love you and I appreciate your respect and kindness and curiosity as friends. Oh, like I just want to, I just want to point that out that it is, it is really great to be asked these things and with such kindness and curiosity. I just want to point that out to both of you and reflect that back to oh, you that I love you very, both very much. Angel. And it's very kind and I love it because it's uh, it's missing in the conversation, you know, often. Yeah. So thank yeah. you for having it. I appreciate that very much. Um, Andy, it's like kind of all those things. You know, I don't really know where the physical experience and the psychic and the emotional experience end. You know, they're just yeah. kind of all in there together and like – you know, there are physical outward changes, but, but what I did not expect, because my biggest fears were the physical changes that I did not want, you know, uh-huh. that, that, that's what kept me from considering it fully. And once I realized like, maybe, maybe that's not what I should focus on. Kind of like talking about the subconscious thing. Like maybe I just focus on the possibility Mm-hmm. Um, and I just open myself up to it. More will be given, more will be shown to me. And, um, I, I started talking to people that I was friends with who then began to share like, Oh yeah, no, I've been on like a low dose of tea for this long, for this long, whatever. And we had private kind conversations, Mm -hmm. you know, like Mm -hmm. I'd been living my life in a very public way that I had completely lost touch with cultivation of private relationships, you know? Uh And so around certain things, you know, like Naomi, like you were kind of talking about and they just would say things like, you know, it's like more than I could have ever imagined, you mm. know, and none of it was specific, you know, yeah. <laughs> then yeah, they just yeah. said like, it, yeah, I just feel more like myself, you know, and, and again, not everybody's going to have this experience. I might change my mind and all of that is totally open and valid, you know, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's just like, uh, and I think some of it too, is even not the chemicals in my body. It is my willingness to go towards something I feel might be good for me. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It's, yes. it's also mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. it's not, it's a holistic experience. It's, it's going away from what does it mean? What is it going to do? What is it going to say? What do you think? What's going to happen? How's it going to look? Blah, 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 and go and just going like, that's cool. I get it. I understand my friend, but I'm going to go over here and I'm going to check it out. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. be open to what happens. Right. Yeah. Can I, oh, sorry. Naomi, you were, were you about to say that? I was, but you can go ahead. Well, no, cause I'm, <laughs> this, this is Little where sweeties. <laughs> Ohio, Pennsylvania, Rust Belty areas. Yeah. I think one of the difficult things about uh, maybe just life in non-major cities, maybe I can just generalize, but like is that it it adheres very strongly to uh, like mass culture, what I call like beer commercial culture, right? <laughs> yeah. And it, it creates in people the desire to like um, play beach volleyball and drink a six pack of bud sure or whatever like that and that and and to imagine your life as that i don't really right, i don't to adhere to those to rules adhere to, to that, adhere those to that rules. rules and yeah. i'm 
I'm kind of curious about like, was that stuff kind of reinforced when you were younger? And mm. is this a process of coming out from under the detritus of <laughs> that? <laughs> well, cause weren't you like a little skater boy? Yeah, yeah. Really? Wait, I remember so seeing were, a picture of you were a skater, boy, like listening to like Guided by Voices and like <laughs> do, doing. I ollies. never really listened to GBV, but I, which I should have. I just never got into him very much. I was really into ska in high school, but then I got into like Modest yeah. Mouse and Fugazi and stuff. But yeah, I, I mean, I was a skater in high school and a little bit into college and stuff. So all right, yeah. Let me I rephrase mean, that you're listening but, to Skank and Pickle. And, you're right. And doing, <laughs> Their cover of Gates of Steel by Devo. <laughs> Skank and Pickle. Is uh-huh. The Man, fact that that's a real that's a It real is band. a real band. It is a real band that I owned CDs. I cannot take them. Caucasian culture. I cannot take I, it. But ska is, I mean, but ska itself is not Caucasian. Ska punk, however, is probably. Uh-huh. Yes. Ska Third wave is ska. This is what he told me. Soul and Calypso. So that's uh-huh. not Caucasian culture that's true. That's whatsoever. True. <laughs> <laughs> Those two things, not white. But... Um, <laughs> Scott Punk is a little bit colonizer, although they're all, anyway, whatever. Now we're getting off into a whole thing. (laughs) I don't want to do a whole thesis on Scott and the colonializing effects of Scott. (laughs) But but it's always true, though. Like, I mean, that's the thing, Andy. You're very right. And also, we're still coming out from under that every day out here. You know, like, there's not, like, Los Angeles, San Francisco, New York, maybe Chicago, like, it's always in terms of queerness, it's a numbers game, you know, and <laughs> and I guess I would say in terms of anything, it's a numbers game. Like you're going to a city, which mm-hmm. is why we have such political fraught political uh, divisions in terms of cutting lines, you know, like literally sometimes on a map um, between cities and rural states, because it's very highly divided along racial, queer, all those lines, you know. Mm-hmm. And so we're always digging out from under that. You know, always. Yeah. I mean, you, we could drive what an hour the other way, and you're basically I'm basically back yeah. in Akron again. I right. mean, I feel like I'm in Akron yeah. in the neighborhood that I live in. You know, like in a yes. good way. You know, and so, <laughs> um, because it's like L.A. is not all Beverly Hills. Like whatsoever, only Beverly Hills is Beverly Hills. Right. You know, right, like right. it's very um isolating. But to say like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there was a, a something that was harder for me to. I don't want to say overcome because again, that's really like eh, whatever. But to, to to like accept or understand or begin to understand is that I was actually in some patriarchal thinking about going towards taking hormones. You know that like, well, you can't because then you're not this, and then you're not that, and then you can't be this, and then what does it mean if you're that? And then what if you do this? And what if you know? It's like none of that is relevant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know there's just me and a decision you know that's yeah. it it's yeah. just like this is and you know there's even like you know and uh, there's within like the trans population because i like to use the word population these days as opposed to communities because like i just think it's a little more inclusive of the experience of anybody like because we're not all like living in some <laughs> community together right. we're in, yeah. a, in the population together everybody right um, no identity is monolithic Right, exactly. That um, that there is some way to be trans, and that mm-hmm. there's only one way to be trans. There's only one way to be a lesbian. There's only one way to be gay. There's only one way, and and, and like that just does isn't true. You know, yeah. that's just again patriarchal thinking, capitalism, and all that stuff. It's just like 
this idea that there's only one way, that only one person can be famous for doing this thing. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of people that are famous for doing that thing, but don't look at them because they're kind of all white guys. Everybody <laughs> else, though, you know what I mean? Like, yep. And it's it's not always directly like about a man. Patriarchal yeah. thinking is like a way of approaching the world where there's only one way and there's a hierarchy of ways, that one way is somehow better than the other way. And uh, that is something that kept me from seeking my authentic self for a long time. And I didn't know because it's so deep. You know, it's like so yeah. deep. You think I'm a feminist and I believe all these things. Da, 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 da. And it's like my feminism became patriarchal and I didn't even know it. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like untangling all those things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny because like part of why I'd asked that question initially about T is because I know I am a person who is very fearful of like, for instance, when you started going to therapy, mm-hmm. I was convinced you would leave me. Meaning when a partner goes through a change, I am like, especially like a change that is about like getting right with yourself, getting real with yourself. I feel like, I feel like I'm a draining force to be around. And so I feel like, like once you start to like get clear and get clean, you'll be like, I ain't got time for this. So I realized that it's like when I, and of course, again, that's like the self-centered way of thinking about another person's change. Right. But that's why I was like, was it a problem? Cause like to me, it wouldn't, I I just be around like, Oh no. Oh no. Once they sort of realize that life can be better, I'm out the door. I better start behaving. (laughs) That's like how I feel. And I remember that like when you got into therapy, I was like, "Uh oh, oh Lord, I got about six months because this therapist is going to tell him that he can do better. He can do bad all by himself. No, <laughs> it's so. It was like it's so sick. It's so sick and suffering. No, I mean I've had. I mean I think I. I, I don't want to say everyone, but let's say I think that is a general fear people have of there. And it's why, like I think in like bad couples, they <laughs> they are um, fearful of the other person making a change, and they actively stop. Like you see it on sitcoms sure. and like TV shows all the time, where it's like, yeah, oh, my wife wants to go out into the workforce again. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kevin James. This is <laughs> yeah, and, uh, I'm Mr. and, Mom. and uh, I got to stop her. And then they do all these wacky hijinks, right, 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 to stop Just... them from going out into the workforce again, right. Uh, and <laughs> then they learn a lesson at the end. Of course, they learn a lesson, but the, like, but the wife never goes back into the workforce. Yes. Yeah, she always like... comes back. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> she comes back. But but yeah. but like, so did you have? I guess you're asking, like, did you have any of those fears? Well, no, not necessarily you having them. I was just kind of explaining where I was at and like, like this idea did it come up? Yeah. Sort of just also just like what it is to let people period. Yeah. Let to be in a relationship for a long time with any person who is committed to um, self-reflection is to be with a person who's going to change. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And I mean, ultimately, like I know this is it's going to sound cliche because it's become cliche but i have begun to understand cliches in my (laughs) in my uh old age or whatever but like if you love something set it free is absolutely true like yeah you cannot like i had a conversation with a professor who just shared with me about from college like where he he was talking about his kids who are now in college which makes me feel tremendously old (laughs) (laughs) like his children who were children when i was but um, he was like, you know, my wife and I just made this this uh, commitment with each other when we had each of our kids that everything we did was in service of letting them go. And mm. I was just like, you know, like, oh, that's the thing. You know, I mean, even commitment is letting go. You know, yeah. commitment is saying I will be here 
And that doesn't necessarily mean that you will be together. You know what yep. I mean? Like it's, yeah. um, and that's a scary, scary thought. Yeah. Cause it's, it's not, it's not uh concrete and it's not like, that's not what I thought I would, but that is like, that is like the whole thing, you know, like sometimes, you know, relationships change and ebb and flow and every, you know, but like, it's all, it's all the process, I guess. Right. Yeah. But that's also like the key to being a good parent. Cause I think a lot of times, I think what I realized in some of the, the hardest part about about being a parent, remember when we were talking to James, James is our couples therapist. We live, we live for him. And he, but he was saying, he's like, you know, being a parent of an adult is, can be very difficult for people who never really process letting go. Meaning like, cause sure. basically it's like, you know, it's true to be a parent is like in some ways, like a sad love story. Like you literally make this thing and you get it. That leaves you. That leaves you. And that's literally, if you're doing it right, they leave you. And yeah. I think for a lot of parents, who don't know how to like kind of let their kid grow up or be autonomous. It's because they never really kind of accepted that is the deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, and they, they probably didn't receive that either. Well, yeah. Mm. yeah. In yeah, some yeah. way, shape or form, because it's really easy to forget that our parents aren't also just people <laughs> who also <laughs> had parents at some point, you know, I know. It's I like, know. yeah, it's, I mean, it's wild and you can't, um, that's the other thing too is, <clears throat> You can love somebody and you can support them and you can uh, tend to them and take care of them as much as you can, but you cannot prevent them from feeling pain, you know? Yeah. Yeah. In fact, it's like kind of a terrible thing to try to do it, which I didn't know until very recently <laughs> in my life. But you know that like but but everyone needs to experience the things they need to experience because um, you know, the the pain that I've experienced in my life has proven to uh uh bring about the most change positive mm -hmm. and, and tremendous like monumental change in my life. So allowing somebody their experience in that way is tremendously hard, but it's like one <laughs> of the best things you can do as a human yeah. being, as a parent, as a partner, as a person, it just really is. Yep. That's what I'm working on therapy now <laughs> is, is cause I, 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 this, this might just be a, my family thing. It could, it could be a probably not. <laughs> Well, this is, again, this is, I mean, no offense, Andy, but you know, <laughs> but, but like the kind of like, we're going to smooth everything over. We're going to, Oh yeah. Uh, if there's, if the, if the boat starts rocking slightly, we're going to put every person possible to, how do you stop? A I, don't from I don't know. This I don't know this. I started know. the metaphor yeah, I don't know. and then immediately you can't got into stop trouble. A boat from rocking. Not, <laughs> in the, not in the ocean. That's for sure. The, uh, the car, the, the van starts rocking. <laughs> so do not yeah. come a knocking. Do yeah, not do come not. a knocking. That's fast. That's just that me and the boys bopping. <laughs> if we see a van rocking, we put put our heads down and drive past it. That's our. Family. <laughs> That's your family. Uh huh. Uh huh. Does this? We. I quickly lost the thread, but the, but I <laughs> I say that like for a long time I I learned like uh, smooth things over as much as possible, and then I never learned to live in the discomfort. Oh and yeah. What, what I'm doing now is like, you know, other like if Naomi's feeling bad, I have to. I can't. I can't. I can't. Like, there's nothing I can do. I can yeah. like comfort her. I can give her a kiss on the cheek, and I can be sweet. But like, I can't make you not feel. Nope. No, no, no. And you've had to understand that sometimes <laughs> I just feel bad for feeling bad because he'll he'll always be like, <laughs> often Andy's like, so what happened? And I'd be like, yeah. nothing happened. Nothing. Like I was like, I'm... literally, I just thought too hard. Like, I have a brain. <laughs> I'm a human being on this planet. It's and it like, got real I mean, dark. It got yeah. real dark. 
But it's like, but I know what you mean though about going through pain, but lately I've been realizing my problem is that like I have too high of a threshold. I had a friend who used to say to me, he's like, he's like, when it gets bad enough, he's like, when it hurts bad enough, you'll change. And I think the problem has now become that yep. I can really withstand a lot of hurting. <laughs> the problem is I can be uncomfortable for a very long time. Yeah, man, I I've don't been even there. know what I'm looking for. Like this idea of yeah. like, what, what would it feel like to feel comfortable or light? I can't even really fathom it. So it's a hard thing to kind of strive for. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. And I'm no, like, oh, I, yeah, it's getting, I I'm like, oh, damn it. It's getting too bad. I got to figure out. I, cause like, I just feel like, with a, I just get used to it, used to it. Well, used yeah, the chaos it. and the discomfort is much. You know that. You know what that feels like. So why not? Yeah. Ugh, I got to make a change, honey. I got to make a change. I sure. ate too much and then had trouble breathing, Rhea. Uh -huh. oh, I no. gotta make a change. <laughs> Tell me about that part. I told you I didn't feel good yesterday. I said, said my stomach I... is too big. Hold on, you said I didn't feel good. <laughs> you didn't say I had trouble breathing. Well, I just felt so stuffed. What did you have that stuffed you up? I had some soy rizzo nachos. Oh, that'll do it. <laughs> that'll but expand in the oil belly. He had the tacos, sure, yes. and I put mine on nachos. Because I had had tacos earlier in the there's day. There's a lot. Well, of, hold on. There's a lot of vegetables. There are peppers and corn, sure, roasted yeah. corn and tomatoes inside. Yeah. It's not. But just. that soy rizzo that'll get you sometimes. You know, it'll get you sometimes. I just thought I went a little overboard, and I just don't know how to not go overboard. Like I'm either not sure. eating, or I'm uh -huh. going overboard, and there's no in between. Yeah. And it's like I'm too grown to not know how to eat normal. That's you know. What I, I mean, mean, no. <laughs> no. I'm only well, I'm only beginning to learn how to eat. There is no normal. <laughs> well, Again, just in a way that thinking. But the way no, when I say normal, I guess eating in a way that is not um a mental obsession, and also sure. does not lead to stomach pain. Uh -huh. That's what I mean. It's like I don't yeah. think most people eat and then hurt. <laughs> like a com like a comfortable way. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just <laughs> practice, you know. Just practice. Just practice. Well, listeners, if you want to give some advice, <laughs> we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back and give you advice. <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Can we take a minute and talk about Skims? Now, you know I'm a recent Skims convert, having tried their underwear in the last few months, and I am now living lifted, supported, changed. So I decided to keep trying new stuff. And let me tell you, Skims basics and foundations are where it's at. Yes, I recently got the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt. And y'all, it is so comfortable. It's been the perfect layer for me. I'm rocking it under a cardigan or a sweater when I want to keep it fitted and fabulous and not look all bulky. I mean, y'all know I'm back to work. Hashtag blessings. And I'm definitely that girl who is always cold in the office, okay? I need my layers, but I'm still trying to look put together. And the soft, smoothing, seamless shirt is helping me get it right. 
And I also got the boyfriend t-shirt in Heather Gray. And it is so friggin' soft and comfortable. And it's giving casual but intentional when I wear it with a pair of jeans. I'm feeling very good in it. So if you want to give these and other basics a try, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small through 4X. Thank you for the range, Skims. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Again, that's skims.com. Go check out everything they've got and the new t-shirt shop. Dear listeners, Andy here doing the ad read again, and today we're talking about me undies. As the male half of couples therapy, I was asked to do this one because we're talking about boxers, which, and I hope I'm not breaking any confidences, Naomi does not wear. Now, if you're a podcast listener like me, you've heard plenty of ads for me undies, and frankly, I had always thought it's underwear. How special can it be? And then I tried them, and friends... It is like wearing magic. It is like wearing a dream. It is so soft, there is nothing earthly I can compare it to. I am embarrassed, absolutely embarrassed to say I'm middle-aged and just finding this out. But the material your underwear is made out of really does make a difference. I won't say where I usually get my boxers from, but... For comparison, MeUndies are like wearing a cloud covered in angel's feathers, and the other ones I wear are like wearing a bear trap smothered in puke. MeUndies got style for everyone, from all black classics to fun expressive prints in sizes extra small to 4XL. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that actually care for their workers. Also, I gotta point this out, there is a particular technology that the folks at MeUndies would like me to discuss. Now, you know Naomi is sex negative and I am sex neutral, so I didn't want to have to say what this technology is, so I asked friend of the show, friend in real life, Mort Burke, to say the phrase. So, okay, here it goes. For any listeners with penises and testicles, I can say medical words, I can say medical words, you might be interested in me undies sophisticated contoured pouch and ball caddy. What's that again, Mort? They're incredibly comfortable contoured pouch and ball caddy. Wonderful. Thanks, buddy. Okay. Soft underwear comes in all packages at me undies. So to get 20% off your first order plus free shipping, go to meundies.com slash therapy. That's meundies.com slash therapy for 20% off plus free shipping. Me undies. Comfort from the outside in. Hey, y'all. Wanted to pop in real quick and let you know that if you like what you hear and you want to support the show, there are a couple different ways. Most of our support comes from our wonderful Patreon community. For $5 a month, you get two bonus episodes of just us mostly spilling the tea mm-hmm. and occasionally searching for crazy bread in Los Angeles, plus lots of other bonus content. We love our page pals, and we couldn't do this without you. And if you want to join, go to patreon.com slash couples therapy pod. We also have merch, which includes Gotta Miss a Bitch and Jubu t-shirts, yeah. which you can find in the link tree in our Twitter or Insta bios. And for absolutely $0, you can rate and review the show on Apple. Five stars, please. It'll only take 10 seconds and it helps us tremendously. Okay, that's it. We love you deeply. Now back to the show. And we're back, Rhea Butcher. I swear to God, we could talk for nine hours, but we got to help you there handle was, your There scandal. was a moment where I'm just like, 
uh, should we scrap the? <laughs> but we threw forward. We threw forward to the fact that we were going to answer advice questions. So, so I'm know, just we like, must. well, yeah, we, we did. We Trapped must. by you the guys, format. I'll come back anytime. You got it. You got it. I know that's what you're saying. So yeah. I'll come back whenever you want. <laughs> Honest, I mean, honestly. I can read between the lines. You guys are asking me back. You want a third co-host? I'm down. Here we are. <laughs> but I will, Welcome look, to I Couples can... Therapy. We're a triad now. What's up, everybody? <laughs> You're joking about, like, coming back, but I'm going to say this. We don't, uh, we're not, we, we did not become Los Angelinos very, like, we're like 1% Los Angelinos. So when we actually, like, say, oh, we should hang out. Or we should, <laughs> really, we should come back. We mean it we deep actually, in our bones. We actually mean it. And then it's confused. I know, like, when I moved out, when we first moved out here, and I was at a party with someone that I had, like, kind of mm. been, like, friendly with or acquaintances with at UCB in New York. And I saw them at this party. And that person was like, oh, we should hang out. And I go, oh, yeah, th- sure. I didn't really know a lot of people out here. Uh, give me your number. And he, like, recoiled. <laughs> like, there was an actual visible wince when I said, Whoa. like, yeah, give me your number. And I'll, I'll text you and we can figure out a time. And he's like, uh, oh, uh, so, and that's how I learned that, oh, we should hang out is just something people say without there being any. Yeah, uh, it's basically <laughs> like, oh, it's good to see you. All right. So we get advice questions over Twitter, Instagram, Gmail. Voice. But, we love, but the thing we love the most is, of course, your voicemails. And <laughs> that is what we're going to hear. I love it. I love when I can hear your tone. All right. What's this one? Here we go. Hi, Andy and Naomi. Um, I am calling with an advice question, obviously. Um, I have been kind of estranged from one of my childhood friends for a long time um, by my choice, and she is not someone who I want or need in my life anymore. Um, All right. (laughs) And she has periodically tried to reach out since we kind of broke off our friendship. and I have ignored all of those outreaches. And recently she sent me a baby announcement in the mail. She got my address from my mom. Her mom got my address from my mom. And oh, the moms. I'm not, that's not that I don't want her to have my address. <laughs> I do have nightmares that she'll show up on my stoop at some point, uh, which I do not want. But, um, I kind of want to send her a baby present. I don't uh. want to be friends with her, but it feels kind of cruel not to send something. Oh, boy. I don't know. I'm feeling weird about it. Clearly. So, let me know what you think. <laughs> Thanks. Also, P.S. Has anyone noticed that your last guest, Amy Aniobi, her whole name sounds like your two first names? Am I the first one, or is this something people have noticed? Andy and Naomi, Amy and Naomi. It was weird to me. I can't get it out of my brain. Okay, oh thanks. Oh my bye. god, that's so funny. Uh, oh, this is why my. we love the voicemails. I love the voicemails. They're my favorite. Wow. Yeah. No, that's great. That was a great ending. <laughs> that was so that unexpected. Was amazing. I did not listen. I I don't listen to the full thing because I want to be surprised too. Yeah. And so that was a. I'm like, wait, what? I know. Well, you want to keep at- some mystery. Because I was like, oh, the question's done. What's this last 30 seconds? I thought it was like they <laughs> yeah. forgot to hang up or something. And it was like, no, no, right. no. Nope. That's There's the, a gift in there. There's a little It is so funny. As you as you said to Rio when you were listening, like, you're answering your question. It's just so funny <laughs> yeah. when someone's like, literally, this person said, 
I have no need for her in my life. I have nightmares about her showing up to my door. But I don't want to be cruel. Sure, yeah. Should I get her a present? I mean, I think this person that called, um, <laughs> I'm going to call her Beth just for fun. Good, yeah, she, call her Beth. Uh, <clears throat> I think she wants to send this person a gift. And, like, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you send the gift, that means you're participating in a relationship with this person. Mm-hmm. And so yes. I have many follow-up questions that will never be answered, which is <laughs> it sounds as though that person ended the relationship and the other person did not. Exactly. So, um, and that's okay. That's how human beings operate, you know? And, like, you set a boundary and you don't wait for the other person to follow it you keep it up so mm-hmm. if you don't want to be friends with that person you don't send something you know it's just that cut and dry it really honestly is yeah. but if you want to send something because you're like you know this feels nice to me mm-hmm. um not that it would be cruel if i didn't <laughs> you know it's like yeah. if if you're like you know i feel okay with this and you know and, and you're like okay with this might open the friendship back up in a different way like you're participating huh. in it Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're participating yeah. in a relationship. If you feel good about doing that, then that's great. But if you're like, I don't want to have any contact with this person, right? Do not right. contact that person with a baby gift. You know, like yeah. that's just that's the way that that goes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. I. I actually this is the, a. This is why I like doing. There's no B. <laughs> this is why I like doing this with guests because that's a perspective I never would have. That like, oh, you might. If you want to send it because you could be opening this up to a new a new way of being friends with this person. Mm-hmm. I Because to me, mine is just like, don't send it. Right. Don't send it because you're going to you're going to lead them on. Because I remember there was a I had a friend from like when I first moved to New York, a friend and I uh, through like comedy at UCB, like we became really good friends. And then at some point it was obvious like he didn't want to really hang out with me. And I got the picture. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right. Um, for whatever reason, I'm too cool or <laughs> whatever it is, you know, <laughs> that's right. That's why. That's why uh, you're too cool. He's not cool enough. I mean, he wants been... to play beach volleyball. It just wasn't working. It anymore. wasn't working. I wasn't slamming enough bruise. <laughs> so the, Couldn't even say it. The Couldn't pause, the pause in there as my brain was like, what do what do they, they, <laughs> capital T, they, <laughs> the beer drinkers, what do Them they those say? over there, what do they do? Uh, but then at some point, like, oh, it was when Trump got elected and we were at some show together and he was like, oh, we should hang out. And I was like, oh, maybe he wants to be friends again. And I get, well, maybe this is the Hollywood thing where we were in New York, but like, but that thing where I confused the, like just the oh we saw each other and, and nice. someone said yeah and we had like a nice time like connecting and he said we should hang out and i was like oh, okay and then i jumped on it like a hungry puppy <laughs> sure yeah and then i reached out and i'm like hey yeah let's get lunch and then he just blew me off yeah. so the re- like when i was thinking i'm just like don't unless you do as ria said unless you do want to like maybe open up to the possibility of continuing the friendship or of like changing it in a way uh, I don't send it because it, it you yeah. are leading them on. Right. And if you're doing it out of like, you feel some obligation to like, I don't know, some society that thinks right, the baby gods, send, like yeah. that has nothing. I mean, that's just a concept in your brain that people yeah. are going to think. And like, 
you, if you don't want to be friends with this person and she's like, man, I can't believe they didn't send me a gift after you've been like, I do not want to be friends with you. I've ignored you for five years. Like that is just how that goes. You know what yeah. I mean? But you have to like, you have to just go, I am not sending a gift or you know what? I'm going to send a gift. And like, but it has to come out of the, the inside space. You know, there's mm -hmm. nobody, you know what I mean? I don't know. Well, it's like with my dad. So my dad like came on the scene, <laughs> this, honey. This podcast should also be called, well, it's like with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's the subtext of everything. But it's, like, it's very true. Very real. But it was like, like my dad recently, like this was during, during in the pandemic, he had gotten sick and it was looking very dire. I have not mm. spoken to him in years. My aunt reached out and let me know. And I really did. I was like, well, Andy, should I reach out to him? I don't even know. You know, and Andy was like, he was like, well, you know, if if, if something were to happen to him for real, like if this is really his fight, like, do you, do you not want to say something? Do you feel like, do you feel like you would be okay <laughs> right. if that was it? Like, the, like right. or do you yeah. think you should like either extend an olive branch or should you, or just like say, like say what you're, whatever you want right. to say. So then I was like, all right, let me just see. So I called him He in the hospital. You know, I got his hospital number. We talked. He pulled through. And now he trying to hit me up, Rhea. And this is the thing. Yeah. I don't want to hang out with you. I don't want to talk to you. I just wanted to make sure you weren't dead and that if you were going to be dead, that I said hi. And now I am not prepared to have but it has opened up now him like you know he's he's very like he's got my number now he's texting yeah. granted my number has not changed in 12 years so okay sure anyway so but naomi's <laughs> college friends now that she is a well-known stand-up feel free to text her <laughs> but like he he's been texting her but like you know i hear it's bad in la like let me he'll be like let me know you're okay like he suddenly sure. now wants it where and it's like See, this is what I had not wanted to have happened. Okay, this right. is not what I wanted. I was like, just because I checked on you in the mm -hmm. hospital don't mean yeah. that I got to tell you what I You mean. don't. Naomi, here's the thing. <laughs> Let me just reflect this back to you. You don't. You don't. Know, you don't. He he I know. And, and like, I have a, I have similar experiences where these things come in. And not, not necessarily for my dad. He doesn't know how to text. But, like... <laughs> Where I'm like, I don't, hey, this isn't for me. You know, like I've said that. And now when it comes in, if it does come in, I get to just let it go. Because like <laughs> I've already said, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I can't, yeah, 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 yeah. I literally cannot stop people from texting me. Just like yep. this, this woman cannot stop this person from getting, getting at her. her I mean, I think getting her mom to get her yeah, address to her mom. There's also a conversation to be had with her mom to say like, <laughs> hey, mom, love you. I'm sure you did this with the most kindness in your heart, but please check with me before you give anybody my address. Even if you think it's somebody that like, I'm totally cool with, I would just yeah. love it. If you checked yeah. with me first, it's a totally cool, fine boundary to put up, you know, like, right, right. like I, I, people, you know, like my partner asks, you know, we check in like, Hey, so-and-so is asking for your number. Is it okay if I give it? I don't right. just give it out. And like, right. it's almost always safe, but it's just like checking in with somebody and being right. like, Hey, so-and-so is asking for this. Is it okay if I pass it along? You know? But and it's hard again, you can only say it once and then know. just, you know, practice it. But um, it really is a practice of like, you know, you did the right thing because like you thought it was this person's last moments. 
And so you get to just like hold that in there and just mm-hmm. go like, well, somewhere in there is a tiny, tiny caring person that wants to know you're okay. And it yeah. might be selfishly so that he doesn't feel bad because my dad does the same thing. <laughs> um, but somewhere in there, there's kindness. And that also doesn't mean you have to show up for it. You know, yeah. like you don't, you do not have to. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you can't. I gotta, just be, I gotta be texting RB flow. more. I'm not texting sure, RB yeah, enough, text and now I got RB helping me, giving me advice. <laughs> well, yeah, we text be helping me other instead people. of your dad. You know, <laughs> when your dad texts you, just text me. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, but it's the same thing with this person, where it's like it's true. It's like you think you should give a gift because it's like, well, babies are a big deal. Like I should sure, give yeah. something for the baby. It's like no, 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 no. This no, person no, no, is no. already reaching out to you without any olive branch. You purchasing something for their baby is literally saying, I care about you and your offspring and would like to bring something into your life. And I don't even know if this person needs to bring an olive branch because we don't know that this person has set a specific bound. Like, we don't know. You know what I mean? And you can say, like, look, this is not, you know... we just don't know, you know, <laughs> but, but you, like you said, Naomi, it's true. That's the thing. If you're doing it out of like, somebody just said this to me the other day, fear, obligation, or guilt, mm-hmm. not good. Like yes. Any, yes. any action that you're taking out of those three things, not a good, it's let's, just not a good spot to do it from. Let's you know create, I mean? let's create an acronym. Don't take fog. action in a fog. Fear, yeah. obligation. Oh, did you already say fog? Okay, you do. Yeah. Cause I was like, fog, don't do it in a fog. Yeah. I was proud. Anyway, let's do the next question. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's do one more voice. Oh, I love it. Give it to me. All right. Hitting play. Okay, this, this is one. a three this is a three minute voicemail, RB. With so. a post and a postscript. With a postscript. Wow. Oh wow, so three and a half minutes. All right, so keep eating that ravioli. All right. Hey Andy and Naomi. Um so love you too so much. Uh huge fan. Can't tell you how much I look forward to listening to you two and your guests, um, and also hello to guests. Um, Thank you. I, yeah. oh, <laughs> it's already three days into the new year and already into predicaments. Um, I am a 42-year-old female. Um, Holla. Been dra- dating nothing but trash for quite some time. Um, oh, no. Did have a very long 12-year relationship that uh, no marriage, uh, marriage isn't my ultimate end goal and be all, end all kind of thing. But um, just to give you some background, so I have been in a long-term relationship, but it's been a while. Um, so um, recently a friend of mine, and he is legitimately probably like one of the three heterosexual males that I can actually withstand. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> He uh, revealed feelings for me, which, um, of course, Mm -hmm. I am only used to being uh, the chaser, not the one being chased. So I immediately uh, threw me into a tizzy to find out that he had feelings for me. Um, I absolutely adore him. I, like I said, he's one of the few people, few uh, hetero males who I can uh, hang out with and be my truest self with. Sounds great. Love our banter. Uh, you know, uh, he's heard all of my horrific like dating stories, and I've heard his. Uh-oh. Anyways, um, <laughs> it's just him liking me, as you can tell, is just really bugging me out. Um, just because I think I like him too, but I am so scared. Like, just I don't know how to do the leap between being a friend with him to the like potentially dating him um 
because I have a whole dating persona, which is so different than the friend persona that oh, he knows. Wow. And I know this person is in such a great I, spot. I oh my God. I'm so happy for her. Be, but that's just how it is. She is in and such a great so moment in her life. It's amazing. Act around him now that I know yeah. that he likes me and that he likes quote unquote, like, you know, the, the legit me. So now he likes the um, real her. I don't know what to do. Um, also, um, with this all pandemic stuff, you know, I'm thinking about like, this could be it, you know, like this could be, this is a, probably the healthiest option to date rather than the trash that I have been dating. Anyways, Let's put 20 carts in front of one horse. Um, you know what I mean? Let's just put them all. Going out for me would be so appreciated, appreciated. And um, I love you guys. Okay. Have a very healthy, happy and healthy um, 2021. Bye. And the post. What a little sweetie. What a sweetie. Uh, I totally uh, forgot to mention the most important bit. I'm not necessarily physically attracted. I'm not physically attracted to this person as I would be with like the trash that I dated before. Mm, And so I'm just wondering interesting. uh, Should I even consider this, even though he's so great, but I'm not physically attracted? Uh, Can you bridge the gap between the friend to like romantic? you know, boo situation and can the attraction come later, per se? Okay, that Possible. is all. Thanks. Bye. Okay, okay. Huh. This is interesting, though, because she said <laughs> I like him. She mm-hmm. did, yeah. I enjoy being with him. She did, yeah. And then the postscript was I'm not attracted to him. Mm-hmm. Right. Because so I- I'll say this. It sounded like in the in the in the original uh, voicemail, she really sounded like she was talking from here, from inside in the little heart space. Mm-hmm. And the postscript was way more up in the brain. You know, it was the uh, wait a minute. I thought about everything I just said, and wait, there's a big, big, big other thing. Hang on a second. I don't. And like, I think it's legit. You know, that's a le- that's a legit thing, and it's not to not be considered. But I would also say that. With her insistence on the fact that she's been dating trash, um, I don't know what that means specifically, but I know that often I have in my own life and very even recently been rediscovering these things in my life. It's like, oh, I go, I am physically, whether it's like, oh my God, this person is attractive or I am just attracted to the things in my life that hurt me the most (laughs) because (laughs) I come to it naturally and honestly you know um yeah. because it feels safe and it feels normal like you were saying the discomfort the yeah. chaos feels normal so like and it can be very confusing and very subtle and so i would say that like it's not even that that it's necessarily something that can be built over time but you she might need to take like get into this like be willing to be in this relationship to discover that she is physically attracted to him. It's yes. just not in the same way that she is with these other people. You know what I yes. mean? Like, yes. And, and obviously like if you, if you do the thing and you're like, yeah, no, I'm not feeling it. Then no, then don't, you know, the, you know, first things first. But like, I just have realized that in my own life is that like, we, we think we're looking for this like movie spark, like looking at each other and like, that's fun and good, but it's like, it's, it's really more than that. You know, yeah. like she literally said, I feel like I can be my authentic self around this person. Yep. That is an attraction that we're looking for. Right. You know? <laughs> right. That's Truly. the real, that's <laughs> that the... is the real deal. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's also something to be said again, not simply 
I've been dating trash. But also to describe this guy as, quote, one of three heterosexual men I could stand. <laughs> now. Sure, yeah. That's the thing. Like, when you don't, like, because, like, my first impulse, whenever someone's like, um, I don't know if I like this person, I'm always like, okay, you don't necessarily have to date them, but you need to look in your heart and soul and wonder why you are attracted to the trash and why yeah. there's so few people you can stand. Because it's, like, exactly what you're saying, but it's also just, like, you know, when you say, I don't know, it's like, and you, because it's just like, I have a dating persona. Oh, well, yeah. Let that go. It's also probably why you attract and trash and the relationships 100%. are not to your liking. Yeah. Whatever that persona is, is not doing it for are you. Are you supposed to and have a, a persona when you're dating? Because maybe that's why I was I not mean, good at it. I have I one. guess you can't. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's like protective and it's also like inexperienced. You know, it's like, it's not like she's done anything wrong. It's That's why yeah. I was saying like this. This person is in the best place in their life right now. I'm sure she's like so struggling with this thing, but it's like she is at this moment where she gets to decide, do I want to go towards my authentic self? Because mm -hmm. it might not work out. I don't know. But yeah, I yeah. think the best thing she could do is communicate with this person and and say like, I, you know what? I, I think I'm into you too. Like I really love our friendship though is the thing. And so I would love to build on that. Mm -hmm. And that for me is going to require that this goes very slowly, mm -hmm. you know, and we communicate and it's really hard to do. It's really yeah. scary to communicate authentic authentically because it's so much easier to just like go on a date and sleep with somebody, you know what I mean? Right. Like, right. Or then just, just like, like go on a date and not text them back. You know yeah, what I mean? And like, then that's just leave. Yeah. But like showing up tougher. and <laughs> I mean, it's tougher. It's hard to be direct. I think people have trouble yeah. being direct, and like especially it's if scary. It's negative, right? Like it's like the same way. Like someone will ask me to do a well, show that I don't want to do, negative. and I don't respond. You know, because I'm like I don't right. want to. And it's like imagine that times a hundred with someone's yeah. like heart. It, well, and because you you think it's negative. That's a, like your brain is telling you it's a negative thing, and like you just don't know that that's true. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like we don't actually know. Like I don't know that it's true. You know, because I've I've had people ask me to do something. I don't want to do it. And then I don't do anything and I don't feel good about it. You right. know, I don't feel good about not responding. And then I've responded and I've had people be like shitty. And I've had people be like, thanks for letting me know. And both yeah. experiences. So it's like, I don't know what it's going to be. I just know that for me, this is what I need to do. That kind right. of a thing. You know? Right. Right, right, right. Definitely. And she mm. she just has to figure out what feels right for her, you know? Right. Yeah. And I think right. there's a way that you can date somebody that is your close friend that you love, that you want to keep in your life and communicate. Like, I, I just don't, you know, like, because friendship is, is it not, are you guys not great friends? <laughs> you know, like, are you not great? Yeah. yeah. It is an important part of a romantic lifetime commitment. If that's something that you right. want, you know, right. like you gotta be friends with that person. You know? Right, right. Who are we talking to who said it was like, you? we got to be best friends or you got to be hot? Because that way, when you drive me crazy, <laughs> I still want to <laughs> sleep with you. And then when I don't want to sleep with you, I still want to hang out with you. And yeah. Who's, I think it was I Sam, maybe? Sam I don't Pancake. Know, we should make t-shirts. It was something. Oh, was yeah, like, that makes sense. Oh, I love Sam like, so much. It's got to be like one of those. And I'm like, yeah. And so it's kind of like, and I definitely feel like what I value the most or what I love the most is like us, our friendship and how I can be honest with you and how I can be like, I ate too much and it hurt. <laughs> like, you know, that's valuable to me. That's a beautiful thing. Cause mm -hmm. I definitely know that before you and I met, I would never be like that. I was actually just thinking, it came into my head randomly. When I got to college, I remember I was very afraid. Cause you know, you go into the dining hall, you know, everyone like would eat as like a dorm. I was afraid to eat in front of guys because all through high school and like middle school and shit, I did not, I would like 
bird eat if boys were around. Really? Yeah, because I saw like Dalton. You know, Dalton was like all skinny girls who didn't really eat anyway. Yeah, that's the only thing. Ready, chunky. And then I got to college. I was like, how will I eat? The boys are everywhere. And then obviously, you know, I got over it. And they're just jamming chicken nuggets in their mouth. (laughs) (laughs) A a chickpea. (laughs) Let it leave. And then I was like, who are we kidding? Um, But stuff like that, like just the walls and idiocy we keep up and how I was like, that was like literally a way I lived. And it was like, what? Yeah, dude. It's like so fucked up. It's like, no. Prisons of our own making, you know? Exactly. (laughs) And abolish prisons. Exactly. Abolish prisons. Literally, all of them, man. Mental and actual ones. Exactly. Starting with the ones in your brain, you know? The one thing I will say, though, when she goes, you know, I've just been thinking in the pandemic, like, maybe this is the one. It's like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah, don't, don't, yeah. Look, I know the pandemic's got us all twisted, okay? We're all like, could these be our final days? <laughs> what was my legacy? I get it. But don't put that pressure on this relationship. Yeah. Don't put just, that on yourself. Don't put that yeah. on him. Because then, then, like, anything he does that you're like, oh, I don't like this. You're like, well, I can't marry this guy. Right. <laughs> you're not, like, you're not I can't deal with him. this forever. Yeah, you're not like back to kind of what I was saying about in my relationship. It's like it, 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 there there is this third thing, and you have to build it. You know, it's not it's not immediately there, and that's why mm-hmm. like the dating the trash. It's like yeah, you're not you're not interested in this. Like it's disposable. It is disposable. You know, yeah, like, you're trash. Yeah, yeah you're trash. and that's okay. You know what I mean? That's okay. But yeah. it sounds like she doesn't want to do that anymore, and she's being presented with an opportunity to do just that. You know? Yeah. Everything yeah, yeah, yeah. completely differently. Yeah. It's so true. By the way, I just want to point out that my version of like a bro is a guy slamming brews and shoving chicken nuggets in his mouth for parents. Yeah, that was and very playing good. beach volleyball. <laughs> beach volleyball. <laughs> Set me up for the spike, bro. He lives in 1988. Exactly. Right. I was like, this is not even today's world. It's not it's, at all. It's like, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, what's that jet movie? Top Gun. <laughs> oh my God! Jesus. I can't believe you called it a jet. <laughs> Jesus, Andrew. And of course, by jet I meant the uh, black magazine jet. <laughs> jet magazine. Oh my God. Oh my God, that's hilarious. That was real. What that, is like, that came movie from your about heart. Ebony magazine? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, RB. Oh boy, yeah. RB, thank you so much. Oh my God, you guys, this was such a great time. I, I, shout out to all those sweeties on the voicemails because like that was the ultimate invulnerability to put put it all uh-huh. out there mm-hmm. and, and ask people for help. So anything I, I said was in jest. Like I, I respect oh, of course. We love. love love you for calling in and I hope anything I helped a little bit or <laughs> anything I said helped a little bit. But man, what a pleasure it is to see you guys. Thank you so much for having me on. I was oh, so excited to into it you know oh my god i'm so excited too anytime great i will come back anytime i will take you up on that be careful (laughs) no it's wonderful and i cannot wait to listen to your new album you guys i already already talked about it in the beginning so okay thank you you know what i'm talking about but i cannot wait i live and i love thanks it's your angel (laughs) thank you same naomi i miss you guys so much you're the best I'm you glad know, I was just I... thinking about when we ran into you in San Francisco and you guys I were like, know. we hate Los Angeles to like the, 
the salt and whisk scotch and whip salt or whatever that I know, scotch, scotch and soda and, store or whatever. Yeah, scotch. <laughs> it was a very fancy store that we just happened to go into. And of course we see RB and her GF. And your GF had on a cool pair of pants, I feel like, like was trying on a cool pair of pants. Yeah, she did, yeah. And, and it inspired me to try on a cool pair of pants. Yeah, you did. I did. And you and got I them, them, right? I bought yeah, them. Yeah, you did. Hell yeah. And I was like, I need to wear these somewhere. Like, I need to go somewhere in these cool pants. So that'll be 2021. Going somewhere yes, cool 2021 pants. cool pants. That's the year of cool pants. Oh, man. I love you guys. You're the best. Thank you for having me on. Thanks. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.